Oh, this is going to be, this is going to be just great. Hi. Yeah, I guess we should say <laughs> Ramsey. This is shaping up to be a dumpster fire right away. Uh, I don't know. I mean. Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius. Conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Coming to you live from a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah. That's what this makes me think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send the FBI. <laughs> you know, blink twice. <laughs> right. It is recording, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> It's recording. Oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> everybody loves a good dumpster fire. Yeah, who doesn't? Just think of, you know, 2020. It keeps you warm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dumpster fires keep you warm. Um, it's for the hobos. Anyway, cut that. That will not work, you know, for our fan base. Not because they're hobos. Anyway, the point is. Yeah. Hobos um, of America Association are writing letters <laughs> feverishly as we speak. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, here we are. So uh, Mike and I are, we just happen to be in the same city at the same time, uh, having a, a, an opportunity to even do a little work together. Yes, something that, uh, yeah, we've been uh, colleagues for 20 years and just literally less than a handful of times we ever got to actually work together. Uh, so yeah, it was a fantastic day. I, I think it is literally the first time we've facilitated something together though oh like, like i've watched yeah. you from the back of a room work with colleagues uh i think maybe was it years ago that we had the gm um the workshops i can't remember what they were called but oh we, yeah the regional workshops. yeah like yeah. maybe you and i overlapped on one of those anyway the point mm -hmm. is uh this was a super rare occurrence uh in almost 20 years oh yeah you probably felt the tectonic shift. <laughs> just just kind right. of put your hand on the ground. It feels different than it did before. It's just going to be just great to see in post-production. Anyway, yeah. And, and we got to do that. And, uh, and that was super fun. So five sessions back to back. Yep. Five 90-minute sessions on coaching. On coaching. Uh, part of the issue with all of these things, and I say this with love to my colleagues, to my clients, Sometimes these things are mandatory attendance. Yes. Yeah. Everybody was strongly encouraged by ownership to be there. You don't <laughs> have to hire me, but if your owner hires me, then you have to work with me. It's one of those scenarios, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's in, in coaching, we'd call it sponsored coaching, right? But this is yes. facilitation. It's just like, okay, everybody come to this mm -hmm. workshop. So Long and the short of that is um, you've possibly been in that scenario yourself. Maybe oh, yeah. you have also been forced to attend a workshop. Yeah. I say forced, forced with love, obviously. I think they call it voluntold. Voluntold. That's exactly yep. right. So uh, so Mike and I have sat through uh, five different groups coming in. They were all phenomenal. Yes, phenomenal. I, I, you know, without betraying anyone's confidence, I can just say they were really, really fun. <laughs> The, the the level of engagement participation yep. the, the 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 willingness to op be open to ideas 
off the chart, off the chart good, especially given the mandatory nature of the yeah. Uh, yeah. of the situation. And so uh, you had people who showed up and maybe a little bit apprehensive, but as soon as the, their peers started to share, it just went amazingly well. Yeah, and and I think um, you didn't know I'm going to say this, but I we, we the the outline for this episode, FYI, in case you can't figure it out, is rough. I mean, we are we are floating with an agenda that maybe was mentioned once while I was eating ramen noodles feverishly because I was starving, and uh, here we are. But the the uh, you didn't know I was going to say this, but uh, Mike is kind of the reason that uh, this all went the way it did today because he's the lead on this one and is is uh, basically running the room. And um, Mike's very good at getting people to uh, relax, have some fun, see the value that you could take this back with if you if you played with it a little bit, had some fun in the sandbox that the room is. Um, so I, I think that's what happened today. But anyway, we came to some conclusions about you know, hey, if you're if you're forced to attend one of these things, mm -hmm. there are some things you can do to really make sure you get the value out of out of your uh, time that you didn't know you were going to be forced to spend away from your day job. Oh, definitely. So that's that's what I sort of wanted. That was a long preamble to what I want to talk about. Well, no, no, and I appreciate that. And and yeah, yeah. my motto is uh, laugh while you learn, chuckle while you change. So <laughs> that's not your motto. That's not my motto. I've never heard you say that a day in your life. First time I've ever said that, but it could be my motto. <laughs> You let us know in the comments below, bleep, bleep the thingy, and uh, let us know if that should be the new, you know, crest that we have. Why not? Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's going to fly. I, I have a feeling. Nope. Um, well, so let me just tell you something that I noticed, and, you know, maybe, maybe this will sort of help people. Um, it's different every time we do it. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, we cover the same key concepts. There, there's sort of a bullet list that you want to make sure, you know, hey, these are the five things they need to take away. Right. Um, and, and because Mike's really good, it's not a fire hose. It's really paced well, but here are the five things that we need to get to. But it's amazing. You know, uh, first session today, a lot of the folks wanted to talk about um, how you make sure that your um, coachees, the people you're coaching, feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the, the points that we were making revolved around making people feel safe. A few sessions later, it was all about, man, I just need to stop talking, let other people talk and just be a listener. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what was the phrase? Uh, listen longer? Uh, yeah, listen longer. Yeah. I need to listen longer. Yeah. One of the participants said it so incredibly well. Uh, we talked about uh, in the, you know, a similar concept, being generous with your silence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I, you know, can I give a gift of silence to somebody and allow them to step in and share what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, monster insights in terms of coaching, but in terms of just attending a workshop, guess what? I, tell me if I'm wrong. I think that the reason that those things were different was because of the people who were willing to raise their hand and say, hey, here's the thing I noticed. And mm -hmm. it turns out that person's different from the person who said that in the next session, whoever raised their hand in the next session. Oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was one of those things where, yeah, we've got some stuff to cover, but it was organically done that the class took it in its in its own direction. Yeah. And and as often as you see in these things, one person says something, it strikes a note with somebody else, and then they build upon that. Yeah. It's kind of the the improv idea of yes and, 
And so one person would say something, somebody would go, yeah, and, right. and now it, it's, 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 it's navigating through the parts uh, that are truly important to the people because people only share the parts that address the pain that they have. Mm. And so, so we talked about stuff in workshop one, this was actually workshop two. And people, you know, the people, the part that they hang on to is, okay, this addresses a pain, this addresses a need that I have. And this is the most important thing in the whole workshop. And so everybody's pains and needs are different. So all of a sudden, they're, they're gravitating towards different things. Yeah, definitely some themes throughout the day, but just the people who were willing to share and, mm -hmm. and bring up the, those points uh, were the ones that sort of carried the room in a different direction. And it, you know, we're facilitators. Uh, facilitation means to make easy. So we're trying to make it easy for them to navigate to that piece that they need to latch onto and say, that resonated with me. Now, what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. And so that's what happened in the room. Yeah, yeah. People saw the practical application and the whole, the, the pure part of it where, you, you know, it's, yeah, the facilitator's talking about it. The owner gave a wonderful testimonial. Uh, but to hear your peers, people who are doing exactly what you're doing in this day and age with the, with these types of folks in this economy and this in this climate, invaluable. And so, yeah, that's the part where you get the affirmation. That, okay, I thought that was important. My peers think it's important. Okay, I, that's validated. I'm going to keep working on this. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Mike, anything that was big to you that uh, would be sort of a tip? I, I think for me, it's contribute you know, come to the room uh, ready to contribute about the thing that's important to you because you will take the room in a direction that it needs to go. Mm -hmm. um, anything you'd throw into that? Well, I, I think uh, a couple of things. One is that that uh, as far as facilitation goes, everything that was contributed, we were grateful for. It, yeah. Everything anybody brought up, we were like, that was awesome. Appreciate that. We see how that, you know. and Genuinely it, grateful. Yeah, yeah. It was good it stuff. And, but we acknowledge each contribution, you know, because we know how scary it is for people to share. Yeah. And, and so, you know, some people are really apprehensive about that, but not, you know, we did, we did five sessions, a hundred people and not a single person's idea uh, was not met with some affirmation of thank you for sharing. And that was good and appreciate that. And I see how that ties to this. And, right. and, and so I think, yeah, you know, know that, that if you see that you're in a safe space like that, by all means, you know, participate because Take advantage. Yeah, the best learning does not come from the front of the room. It's not the sage on the stage. Yeah. It's the it's the the, the peer sharing that goes on. Yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing that most of our viewers, both of them, uh, would like to <laughs> would like to know is the thing goes faster if you share. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if the participants talk, the session goes much faster. Who knows? Could end early, uh, yep. you know, by a few minutes. Yep. If you're quiet and you think, all right, if we're quiet and nobody talks, this will go faster. No, 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 no. What happens is some person like me who can talk about any topic at any point in time at any length fills in the gaps uh, that you're not contributing with their stories, with my stories. Yep. And so now it's going to take, I'm going to, it's going to, you know, be good stuff, but it's going to take as much time as allotted. And so, and it's not going to be as good as if the peers uh, yeah, that, shared. That's the thing back to your, you know, earlier point, the, the fact that you're sharing great, but um, when they're sharing with each other, mm -hmm. it goes faster. It's more powerful. It's, it's probably more relevant, frankly, if, you know, if, if possible, because it's, you know, something local to, to them. 
-hmm. So um, this has been the case in literally every project I've ever been in that we, you know, people like us say, would you please just give space in the schedule for them to talk, not mm -hmm. for us to talk, but for them to talk with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and that's, that's super powerful. So if you can take advantage of that in between sessions, if they're not going to allow you to do it during the session, but hopefully you have facilitators who get the idea of, you know, letting people, uh, you know, go into breakouts of some kind and, and really, uh, really learn from each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All the times we've done this the last 20 years, we've never had a survey where somebody, you know, on the, the workshop where they said, you know, it would have been nice if we'd had more time to talk to each other. Yeah. Every single time. It's the most valuable part of this. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you have to carve out that time during the breaks and if there's a lunch and that type of thing. And if the, facil if the facilitator says, hey, let's have a moment and you guys share what's going on. That's it. Take advantage of that. That, that space has been created right. for you uh, to share. And while it may not be as comfortable as sharing one-on-one -on -one in the hallway, it's definitely the, the, the opportunity to hear from your peers and get the good stuff. Yeah. There's a, a, a quote attributed to Plato where he talks about, um, he's not worried about uh, fancy book learning. He says, you know, people can write books about my material. I'm hearing people are doing that, but the real magic happens when uh, something goes uh, sparks from my soul to your soul and uh, lights a flame. And so that's what's happening in the room, even when it's not us, right? It's the people in the room sparking flames with each other. I think that's what's that's what's just magic about uh, a good workshop. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the you're exactly right. I think the last takeaway is is whether the facilitator asks it or not is to think about what's the big takeaway. Yeah. What's that one thing for you that you thought, man, that hit home. That's something that I need to do something with. And whether you put it in your phone or you make a note or you create a post-it, I don't care, but whatever your, your, your system is for reminding yourself about good stuff, capture that. Uh, you know, There may have been a thousand good things, but what's the one thing that you're gonna take action on? You start yeah. to work on that and then at some point you review your notes again later and you find an, another 10 things that you want to do but but the time will be immensely valuable if you if you leave and you do something with what's been offered and you're sort of saying one at a time you know pick, yeah. pick that one thing oh yeah yeah you see people like like here's the 11 things i'm going to do when i get back and it's like nah. yeah i can do any of those <laughs> you know it's, it's it's too much it's too confusing it's too hard to focus yeah so yeah what's that one big takeaway make a note of it, tackle it, and then you're off and running. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I'm holding my head here at an angle so that I can uh, prevent the glare. Uh, from, from my that. head? Uh, no, no, your, 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 your yeah. head looks great. Although yeah, it's glowing now. Check it out. Highlight for anybody listening who knows Mike, I, I need to share this with you. Uh, Mike used to, you used to introduce yourself saying I'm the guy that looks like a, a beloved child of Arnie Fife and James Carville. Yep. And a gentleman who I knew in the workshop pulled me over and he said, hey, hey, what, what's the what's the name of that guy that worked for Clinton? I said, oh, oh hold on a moment. Let, let me summon Mike Marshall over so that you can repeat that in his ear. Oh, it was a great day for me. Oh, yeah. Just a yeah. great day. Yeah, because uh, James Carville, uh, his nickname is Snakehead. <laughs> is it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they call him Snakehead. And everybody thinks I look just like him, including his wife. Who yeah, I met, who you met, who I met, and said, "You look just like James." I'm like, ah, oh, that is not good. Uh, 
So yeah, so those of you who had that misconception that I'm getting by on my looks this whole time, <laughs> let me dispel that myth right here, right now. Not happening. I have a Facebook uh, album of uh, photos of all the celebrities that people have said I look like. Oh yeah, you got it made. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh look, look, Dale Earnhardt just walked in. <laughs> I, I don't know that Dale Earnhardt Jr. is like, is he, like, he's not a looker, is he? Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's wealthy and a great young man. Yeah, people love him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I want to have a face that people go, I love that guy. Hey, people love James Carvel. <laughs> no, <nobody laughs> James Carvel. Okay. On that note, this is going to go south really fast. So, uh, hey, it's been great. Um, Mike, I need you to get out of my room so I can uh, put on PJs and edit this video. I will quickly exit the room <laughs> immediately as fast as I can. It's all the encouragement I need. Okay, Mr. John Wolf, take us home. And that, I guess, is that. It doesn't take a genius. No rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original. Feel free to give it to anyone, anytime, using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So, until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well. That's good enough.